The table is set. The world is ready. All work is done. So what now? Now it's time to welcome him in. Hi, I'm Rifki, and you are listening to Olive All Over, where we learn to live Geula now. This week's episode is dedicated Leila Nishmas, Alta Shana Bas, Yaakov Chaim, may her Nishama have complete Aliyah, and may she daven for us all to bring Mashiach now. You could have this big building, and there's a hundred floors, and then there's like the hundred and first floor, and that's locked. And when it's opened, everything just you just see everything from a much higher vantage point. That's what I felt like when I was learning the Sikha. I was being taken out from this regular face value world of things that we see. And the Rebbe was showing me and us how when Mashiach comes, we're going to get this reply on the bottom of this episode. What connected with you or if you have anything to share or add, I would love to hear. So let's begin. So. The Ramam says that when Mashiach comes, we're all going to be geniuses. We're going to be learning Tyra from Mashiach, who's going to be super smart, going to be teaching us such deep stuff. And the deepest thing he's going to be teaching us is the Tyra Chadasha, a brand new Tyra. It says, Me'iti Teitze. This new Tyra is Me'iti Teitze. Me'iti is referring to, as the Navi Yeshaya says, Mashiach. Because he's going to be so smart, he's going to teach us a new Tyra. So what's this new Tyra he's going to be teaching us? Number one, the first opinion is, there's going to be an actual Chiddush in the secrets of the Tyra. We're going to be learning the Pneumius of Tyra, the deepest parts of Tyra. So right now we're learning Tyra. We, you know, we see, even with Hasidus, we have Pneumius, but that's going to be like an entire different level of Pneumius. The Rebbe says that the Torah we're learning now is Hevel. It's like dust compared to the Torah we're going to be learning with Mashiach. I can't wait. And the second thing is, there's going to be a Chiddush in the Halachas of Torah. Some things in Halacha are actually going to be different. But we know a very important rule in Torah that you cannot add or take away anything from the Torah. The entire Torah was given to Meishar Benu on Har Sinai, even the things that are not yet revealed. So how can we suddenly be getting an entire new Tyra. So how will it suddenly be possible that the Leviathan will shech the Shahabar with its fins? That sounds like something you're adding to Tyra. And another question is, if Mashiach himself will be teaching us this Tyra, it sounds like more of an Evua than of a new Tyra. So take, for example, a coal. It has fire inside of it, but it's not revealed. All you have to do is fan it, and the fire will come out. Versus a flintstone, the fire, if you fan it, it will not come out. You have to actually, you know, it's deep inside. You have to actually reveal it. When a student in this world now brings a chiddush to Tara, it's like a coal. It's helem sheyeshnei b'metzias. It's concealed, but it exists. So the student is fanning out the coal and he's revealing chiddushim. So you could give credit to him. He could sign his name because he was the one who brought it out. But the Tyra that we're going to have when Mashiach comes is like a Flintstone. It actually is Helem She'enei B'Metzias. It's so unreachable by us, so it will only come down when Mashiach comes. So to answer our question about isn't this a Nevuah, Mashiach is going to be getting this Tyra Chadasha as a Nevuah, correct? 
because it's much more above this world. However, it will make so much sense to him to the point that he will be able to teach it to us and we will understand it. And the question about how in the world are fins a kosher shrita knife? The answer is, the laws of shrita are not going to change because Tara doesn't change. But what is going to happen? It's going to be revealed in our brains logically how these halachas of shrita do not apply to this type of shrita with fins and the sharabar. So what does this mean? The Rebbe says that because we're going to be understanding the deeper parts of Tyra, this is going to cause a chidush in the halachas of Tyra. What? So me understanding a deeper part of Tyra will cause a chidush and now suddenly this type of shrita will be allowed? We need to clarify this whole idea over here. So we're going to be taking a little bit step back and then we'll come back into all the answers. So for three years, Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel were arguing who was correct. Beis Hillel had the most majority. However, Beis Shammai were just much smarter. So they had this disagreement. And then Abascal came and said, Elu ve'elu divri elikim chaim. Both of them are correct. They're both Tara, but we follow Beis Hillel. So the Baskal confirmed that we always follow the majority. That's why nowadays we follow Beis Hillel. But when Mashiach comes, we're all going to be much smarter. So therefore, the majority will be like Beis Shammai. So we have, of course, questions on following Beis Shammai when Mashiach comes. Isn't there not going to be any more Tum in the world? Why are we going to need to be suddenly more strict? What's there to be more strict about? There's no bad. Strictness comes from the need to make sure that there's only good done. But if there's no bad, then why is this here? Additionally, if we're going to be more strict, why suddenly with the shrita we're going to be more lenient and actually allow this type of shrita of the Sharabar and the Leviathan? The source that we have now in Tyre about adding halachais when Mashiach comes in the future is in connection with the fact that we are going to be getting three more Are Miklat in the future. And... That means that it's already part of the mitzvah that in the future there's going to be an additional thing coming in. So anything in the future when Mashiach comes that's going to be added is already part of that mitzvah. So it's not going to be a chiddush, a new thing is going to be added. No, the mitzvah right now is that when Mashiach comes, there will be added three more Ari Miklat. Guess what we have? More questions. What's so special about these three additional Ari Miklat that we're going to have Guys, this is literally like the proof that Mashiach is coming. The fact that we did not fulfill this mitzvah properly yet, and we need to add these three Ari Miklat. And also, if you think about it, we're not going to need to be running away from people that are trying to kill us. You know, hopefully we're going to emir Hashem, see Hashem, we're going to love each other, and not really going around killing each other. Why do we need an additional three? Maybe we need them now in Gauls, but why by Mashiach? No one's really getting hurt. Okay, so let's take a step back. What's Tyra? So there's two parts to Tyra. There's the part of Tyra that's Hashem's Chachma, completely higher than the world, the Tyra, one with Hashem, like incredible. And then there's the part that Hashem gave to us to do with the world, the mitzvahs, the, his directions, what we should eat, what we should wear, how we should talk, how we should behave. So additionally, when we're learning Tyra, there's two parts. There's learning the Nigla of the Tyra, which is Referring to basically knowing how to act with this world, what to do, what not to do, tamatara, what's kosher, what's puzzle, what's iser, what's heter. And then there's learning the nistar of the Torah, the secret of the Torah, the eitzachayim. The eitzachayim, 
that it doesn't have good and bad. It's just helps us to be able to understand Hashem. We want to really connect with Hashem. So nowadays, the main focus that we are doing is to refine the world. We need to know what's kosher and what's not. And that's done basically through learning nigla. Of course, learning Hasidus helps us feel the elikus in the Torah, helps us feel the ruchnias and the godliness in the Torah. But when Mashiach comes, our focus is going to be completely different. We're not going to need to know how to act with the world. We're going to be doing mitzvahs on a completely higher level. To be miyachid yichodim, to connect these high levels in Shemayim. And we are going to have to learn the lachais, but we're never going to forget it. So we're just going to be doing mitzvahs with a much deeper reason and kavana. So now it's really cool how there was, we're coming to the end of the sicha. We're going to see how everything is connecting together. So we asked, what's so special about this three additional Ari Mikla that by Mashiach, you know, this is what proves to everyone that Mashiach's coming. And the answer is simple. Nowadays, our main avayda is to work with ourselves, our seven midas, to really refine ourselves. That's why nowadays we have six Ari Mikla, because we're learning the Shisha Sidra Mishnah, which is six. And this teaches us what we can do and what we cannot do. But when Mashiach comes, we're going to be done with that. Now we're going to be refining our Meichin, our Chachmar Bin Ardas. That's the number three. And that's why we're going to have an additional three Ari Mikla when Mashiach comes to show us what our Avaida is when Mashiach comes, to refine our Chachmar Bin Ardas. So now we're going to be going back to our question that goes like this. If there's not going to be any more Tzum in the world, why are we becoming more strict and adding more Chumrais and following Beishamai? And the answer is, Beis Shammai is actually rooted in a higher level than Beis Hillel. Beis Shammai is rooted in Gvurai Shebegdusha, which is higher than Chesed, which Beis Hillel is rooted in. Beis Shammai, it says, Hasamar Chaysav, they assess their ways. They see if there's a potential bad in something, and if there is, they'll stay away from it. Unlike Beis Hillel, which it says, Bahalu Neirai Alai Raishi. They are focused on drawing down that light and the revelation. So, Beishamai is much smarter. They tap into a much deeper level in the Torah, and therefore they have the ability to actually transform darkness, which Beishel cannot. So because we are going to be on their level, we are going to be learning Torah on a much higher level than just the eye's view, just what our eyes see at first glance. We're going to be on that level of Beishamai, and therefore... We are going to be assessing our ways and being much more careful to stay away from bad that's hidden. Not only what, what's revealed, we are going to be tapping into the essence and seeing the source of everything. Wow, isn't this powerful? Something that looks so bad, like, oh, we're getting more strict and we're getting more harsh, is really a myla. No, we're actually tapping into the deeper truth. And now to connect this all with Shavuos, Beishamai says that, that the night of Maitse Shavuos is called Yaim Tavuach. It's a yamtiv, and therefore there is no fasting and there's no sadness. It's a yamtiv. Why? Because in the times of the base of Mikdash, they weren't able to bring the karban re'ia on yamtiv, so they brought it on mighty yamtiv. If we look at this in a deeper sense, on Erev Shavuos, there's a bad malach who's looking to shecht us if we do not accept the Torah. But once we accept the Torah, and especially the Pneumis Torah, now we go out and we shecht our Yetzirah on Maitish Shavuos. On Shavuos, we don't have to shecht our Yetzirah because we're so enclosed and engulfed in this beautiful light of Torah. But on Maitish Shavuos, we go out to action and we shecht our Yetzirah. Therefore, Maitish Shavuos is a Yamtiv. It's called Yamtivuach, the day where we shecht the Yetzirah. 
This was a halacha of Beishamai, but many people and also Beis Hillel follow them to show us that when we tap into Tyra, we remove the possibility of even hidden bad to come out. Like this Malach doesn't have the possibility to take over us. And this even Beis Hillel agreed with. So yes, because we are going to be following Beishamai, some things that were allowed will now be us or not allowed. But also the opposite. Some things that were not allowed will now be allowed. Like with the Leviathan. But there's two questions about the Leviathan. How in the world can fins be a kosher knife? And don't you need an actual human to shecht the animal? And the answer is that it will be shechted by Hashem. But for the question if fins are allowed to be used as a knife for shechita, well, what is the whole concept of shechita? Shechita is you're taking an animal and you're preparing it for humans to consume it and eat it and use this energy to serve Hashem. So as human beings, we have specific specifications on how to make this beerer, this refinement on this animal. And if not, it's not kosher. But by Hashem, there's no such limitations. And it's kosher in whatever way Hashem shechs the animal. And that answers our questions. If Beishamah is more strict, why are we going to be more lenient? We're not going to be more lenient. It's that Hashem is going to be taking this on his shoulders. And Hashem doesn't need specifications on how to refine an animal. So to conclude all these different points together, Beishamai is on a much higher level than Beis Hillel. For example, when you have a concept that's really, really deep, sometimes you just can't explain it. So Beishamai refers to the mitzvahs, like say, that you can't do. On the other hand, if you could explain something, it's already on a lower level, and that refers to Beis Hillel when we do certain mitzvahs. The ultimate is we want to have this level of Elikus, that's Beishamai, that's totally above the world, we want it to come down into the level of Beishilo, into the world. And this we see from the example of the Leviathan shechting the Sharabar. The Leviathan stays in the water, completely surrounded. It's referring to the Ilam HaDiskasya, the concealed world. The Sharabar, on the other hand, lives on dry land. This refers to Ilam Diskalia, the revealed world. So... When Mashiach comes, we are going to be having the fusion of these two levels. That even down here in the revealed world, we are going to be able to draw down these extremely high lights to be revealed in this physical world. And that is why we will be able to eat this Sharhabar that was shechted from Hashem by the Leviathan. Why? Because we are going to have this Taira Chadasha. We are going to get this Taira Chadasha from who? Me'iti. The level that's completely, that's Hashem, that's completely above the world is going to come down. Teitze is going to penetrate every single part of our brains and our lives to the point that we will be able to understand it. And that's when we're going to have this fusion of these two opposites. Like it says, Kimala Ha'aretz, that this physical land, which is the revealed world, what is it going to be filled with? Deya es Hashem. Kamayim layam. It's going to be revealed this level of yam, this level of hidden worlds, like a water that you don't really see what's inside. Kamayim layam achasim. So now when we see this pasuk, Kimala Ha'aretz, it's exciting. I can't wait to be able to go on the dry land, to be able to open up my eyes and be able to see with my physical eyes and my brain to really understand how these deepest, deepest parts of Hashem 
exist and what's the real meaning and essence of every single thing that exists in this world. Thank you for tuning in to Aleph All Over. Through our efforts of living Gula, may we merit to welcome in Mashiach right now. <laughs>